we all live on on the on the dead giant yes Ash and Zach are super smart. They went to college and learned a bunch of stuff. And Bo and Andrew didn't go to college because that's the way life goes sometimes. What happens when you put them together and you try to make them learn? Grab your friends, let's listen together on Get Dumped On an Info Dump Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Get Dumped On an Info Dump Podcast. Or even the Infodome podcast. I'm oh making God. this a bit now. Never mind. I must start over. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Get Dumped it. On, an Infodome podcast, where the podcast where, um, where, it's, uh, where uh, we, we dump info uh, about our special interests spiraling. onto of our other friends. I always make fun of Bo for being bad at these, but I guess I'm bad at them, too. Um, I'm Zach. Uh, that's me. Uh, joining me is my lovely wife, Ash. Hi. Andrew, a good friend of ours. Also brother of Ash again. Oh, brother of Ash. Hello. Only friend. And uh, joining us for this episode, our special 20th episode, is friend of the pod and recurrent guest, Justin. Well, hello there. Hey, Justin. Um, and you may notice a, uh, an absence in the pod. Uh, Bo is at a baseball game that he forgot he had tickets for. And yes, da, I will da, put him da, on da, blast da. for that. Um, but it's okay because Justin's here and Justin's great. Uh, Justin will be giving us a guest dump to commemorate our 20th episode on Vikings. So, Hey, Justin, take it away. Well, thank you. Yeah. So with this, I I really did try and stay more towards the like at home culture of, of Vikings more so than, Oh, there were all warrior people that sailed the seas and stole shit. Like everyone knows that about vikings the first thing you think of is this giant bearded Mm -hmm. dude with braids storming a beach and killing a bunch of saxons to take all of their stuff i think that's a good idea because i would love to hear more about like their daily life yeah the home life of the vikings i love it yeah like what did they watch on netflix i don't know goats it was was just (laughs) goat flakes it was goat flakes goat flakes net saga saga flicks zach and andrew are you familiar with Viking culture? Are you going to be going into this blind or informed? Oh, or? Uh, yeah. I know Vikings, they, they, I played Assassin's Creed Valhalla for like two hours and I got sick of it. So I know roughly that they were a group of assholes who we discussed in the pirate episode. They would run around and be assholes to people. And that's really all I know about the Vikings. I don't know about their culture that much or their, 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 their daily life, really, rather. But yeah. I was really into Vikings when I was younger. Um, I don't remember a ton of it. I remember some stuff to the point where I'd say I probably know a bit. I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot anyway. Yeah, I also know a little bit about Vikings. Like, you studied them at school and such and always been interested. So I'm really excited to hear all the fun Viking facts today. Yeah, let's go. Well, cool. So they... The, the Viking Age is considered to be from 796 to 1066 CE. And just a quick from, question before you get started. Yeah. That, so that range, I know nothing about that range for this like Viking era. What else was happening in the world that this can be compared to at the same time? I don't know. Ash and Zach, do you know this? Uh, this was the height of the Wari Empire in uh, South America. What, was there like knights <laughs> and shit around here? Was, this, was that later? That was later. That was like oh, okay. So this is before like Knights of the Round Table and shit, right? Yeah, Got they it. were okay. contemporary with the Ottoman. It that's not right, is it? 
the the King Arthur stuff is uh, those those origins have their beginnings around 800. Um, but they weren't like knights in shining armor, that whole sort of thing. The, the, the sort of plate armor idea came out, uh, is really popular. Like the heyday of plate armor was like the 1400s to the 1600s. Okay, so this is way before that. Pretty much. Okay, cool. Good. Carry on. Yep. And basically at this time, like, Britain is a bunch of different factions of, of, of Saxons and, and cultures of people that aren't united under one kingdom. <laughs> But with uh, Vikings. <laughs> what was that little noise? <laughs> it took me way too long to get that. And that's great. That was awesome. All right. I, I, I'm glad, I didn't I'm glad get it. What did. was it? I said that they were not yet united under one kingdom. Oh. Do you get it? The United I finally, Kingdom. I finally got it. <laughs> like soccer, you know, that's where that's played. You know, you get it. There's a queen. No, there was a queen. I got it. We're good. All right. <laughs> Bangers now that we, All right, keep going. Now that, yeah, now that we cleared that up. So Vikings Keep that were, shit coming, man. <laughs> yeah. I'll be, Vikings I'll, were I'll um, farmers and hunters by day and then could be called upon to go do like the raiding that uh, you're, you're familiar with for Vikings. And they would basically sail around in the Scandinavian area, attack anyone really not allied with them, take everything, bring it back, and then go back to their farming, farming and hunting lifestyle. Is it just a, like fun for them? Is this like a hobby? It was kind of a method of sustainability. It's extremely lucrative like, to plunder. Yeah, yeah like... <laughs> yeah. They, it's all they profit, made, baby. They made shitloads of money, and they were also able to get some things they weren't able to either grow or hunt for in a desolate, snowy landscape that is parts of Scandinavia that they were living in. Okay, so, so they're like looking for go, like like seeds and watermelons and shit too, like so they could like bring it back to the place and plant it, or is it just mainly like money based? Why watermelon? Of anything, I don't, you could have said, why think of. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just yeah. now imagining just like a Viking dude with like, like a huge braided beard with little toggles in it just munching on a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> Sloppily. Yeah. Like not, there's no decorum. Like he's just in there. It's just dripping through his beard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, they, they basically, like other people had things that they didn't and they were like, I want that. I'm going to go take it. They would also take people. And they would also take people. So I was going to bring oh. up, they did in fact own slaves. Those slaves oh. were from raiding. Yeah. Oh, I don't like not, that. Not just the yeah, noble they were like barbarians. Super into slaves, weren't they? They they were, yeah. Um they had an interesting culture when it came to slaves though, because you know, they were used as a commodity. They were sometimes sacrificed because they like to sacrifice people. But they did in some cases. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That. Yeah. I'm already learning. Ooh, ooh, can I can I tell a story I know about Viking animal sacrifice? Yeah, go ahead. I don't, I don't want to take your thunder, but I want to... I, I have nothing in, my, in here about it, so... Take your thunder. It. Take it. Um, so one of the things that Vikings would do when sacrificing animals is that they would burn the bones, and then they would add them into the forge when they were forging iron as like part of a ceremony to put the spirit or like the vitality of the animal into the weapon that they were forging. And in the process of doing that, it added carbon to the iron, which turned it into a rudimentary steel. And so they were trying to add strength and, and power into the weapons by like using the spirit of the animal, but they were actually accomplishing that without realizing it. 
by adding carbon into the Dude, steel and that's and fucking steel. awesome that's amazing i, I, I didn't love know that. that like I, I hate that they're sacrificing the animal but like that's cool that that worked out for him like it had its intended effect just not for the reasons that they yeah yeah expected that's so badass that's fucking cool cool. i didn't know that holy shit and i i learned that and i confirmed it i i i talked to when i was doing my uh, arm an internship i asked the the curator who was like literally like i mean he's the arms and armor curator and he he was like yeah that's totally that's a thing that's awesome wow i love that that's sick bro yeah. Uh, but uh, aside from just sacrificing people, they even had a practice where some slaves could become citizens in a Viking culture. Okay. So, you know, at it, least it they had that. I don't like the slave part, but at least there was a some way. Yeah. It wasn't the best, you know. You're still like, hey, mm-hmm. you're that guy that was a slave. No. The thralls, right? Yeah. You yep. always bring that up. <laughs> yep, they were thralls. <laughs> But they did um, also have a runic alphabet called uh, Futhark, and it was an alphabet consisting of 24 letters, and later forms of it could even be translated into the Latin alphabet. So I even have a tattoo of um, younger Futhark runes that translates to English. That's great. Super cool. Pretty cool. That's fucking cool. What does it say? Um, So, (laughs) funny enough, blending... What I'm talking about in this podcast and what I talked about in the last podcast when I was here, it says Pirate's Life. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to hey. say, why is the rum gone? No, but that was actually one of the considerations I had. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew I wanted a, 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 a Futhark tattoo that was something pirate related because I just found that kind of funny. And That's awesome. Why is the rum gone? Um, pirate's Life and... Oh, shit. Shiver Me Timbers. You shiver Me Timbers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But while they, they had this system of writing, they mostly used it to carve runes into, like, stones or shields and weapons. They didn't really record stories that way, and stories were told by bards called skalds. So they would recite the mythologies and the stories around the campfire to entertain and educate. They were in also the longhouse. In the longhouse. Yeah, in the longhouse, exactly. And they were pretty lyrical, too. So they would replace words to, to keep them from sounding so dry with things they called kettings. So, for instance, instead of saying death, they would call it the sleep of the sword. That's fucking cool as shit. That's right. super badass. If One I die, I you could please call me. Please call it that. <laughs> he has taken the sleep of the sword. <laughs> but I'm not, I don't have a sword, though. So you got to like say something like, like the, the, sleep, the sleep of the hamburger or something. <laughs> the I don't sleep. know. So, so. The sleep of the cholesterol. (laughs) (laughs) I I learned a little bit about kennings when I was studying Andean iconography because it uses a lot of visual metaphor. And so one of the books that I was reading about it was talking about them as being kennings. And like it brought up one of the examples from the sagas was referring to the ocean as the seal's field. The seal's field. field. That's cool. Does this have anything to do with flighting? Flighting, no. Flighting is I recently well, kind of, yeah. It. Like, you know, it's using using the same idea of the, the wordplay. Flighting was like either having a, an insult duel with someone or trying to piece together the best like ad hoc lyrical phrase that you could do. It was just a, it was a back form of entertainment of just being like 
I am clever at putting words together and it's fun to say things. I like that. <laughs> I'd be terrible at that, but it, I'm great that I'm, it's, uh, <laughs> it's really good that people like, did that. <laughs> like, like rap battles. I would love to see a flighting battle between you and Bo. Rap battles. That's, that's flighting. Oh yeah, for sure. That's yeah, a flighting. The original rap battle. The first rap battle. The first rap battle. Uh, the first epic rap battle of history was flighting. <laughs> I love that. I think I'd be pretty good at that. <laughs> I can't rhyme on the fly. I always hate it when you're playing Jackbox games and somebody wants to play New Rhyme City or whatever that one is called, where you're like the robot rap battle, because I'm terrible at it. But usually the funniest ones, though, don't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> I think me and Ash could have a pretty good rap battle. Oh, yeah. No. Definitely. I, don't. I can see it. Uh, you win. I'm good. It's a- <laughs> I'm not saying do it now. I'm saying, but if we did one day, if like we're walking in the streets, we accidentally bump into each other and immediately a beat happens behind us and we have a rap battle, I think it would go pretty well. I don't think I would <laughs> it would be good It would be a very specific situation for it to happen, but I yeah, think yeah. it would be good. I would need a rhyming dictionary. <laughs> Hold on a sec. <laughs> the rhyming dictionary. Well, you would the have one in your pocket. Dictionary. In <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on, Justin. We spiral a little. Yeah, but... Um... In the so the, in the 13th century, there is a, a Icelandic scholar named Snorri Sturluson. Great name, great name, fucking yeah. great name. Snorri, Snorri, S N O R R I, Snorri, Snorri. Oh, Snorri, how to get his name? He snored. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet as a mouse when he's awake. When, he, when he's awake, when he's asleep, but when he's awake, he snored all the time. It's really weird. <laughs> Mouth breather. No, this guy wrote a, uh, a textbook that attempted to explain uh, kennings and translate them. But to do that, you need to understand Norse mythology as well. So mm-hmm. he wrote mm-hmm. and chronicled all of the myths together, pretty much wrote them down for the first time in something called the Poetic Edda. And he's really the only reason why we know fuck all about Norse mythology is because this one awesome. dude 300 years later was like, I'm going to write this shit down. Hey, hey Snorri. Thanks, Snorri. Really good Snorri. Really, yeah. thanks, Snorri. Really good dude. He is it's essentially the Rosetta Stone of Vikings. Yeah. But a book. Yep. And yeah, he stone. was like, he's like, I'm going to write about all these kettings, but I guess you need to know this shit too. I should write that down as well. And then. <laughs> like awesome. deciphering metaphor from a lang- like a different language and like a time that, you know, is, is gone is mm-hmm. really difficult. Yeah. And I, well, Icelandic is the closest thing to the old Norse language today. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. at least had that going for him. And that, you know, even 300 years, I assume that language tends to, tends to change. It's like reading Beowulf or something. <laughs> Have you ever listened to the band Tyr? Yeah. T-Y-R, from, right? Yep. Yeah, they're from, the, they're from yeah. the Faroe Islands. And like Faroese is uh, another language that's really close to old Norse. And they sing... Uh, a few of their songs that they do are like Faroese folk songs, or they just do songs that are in Faroese every once in a while. And it's, uh, it's fun because it sounds really silly. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, uh, I really enjoy, um, there's a guy called Einar Selvik. He, he actually did the vocal music for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, but cool. He, he is from Norway and he sings a lot of songs in, uh, I think Norwegian and Icelandic. He's like, awesome. he's like that. He's like the cultural guy. I mean, there's a reason why they pulled him for Assassin's Creed. He kind of knows his shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's super cool. I am still talking about Vikings. I almost forgot. 
So <laughs> it's easy to spiral. It, it, it really is. It so is. It's we do it all the time. And I love like, every listen, time you listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I love I love every time that it happens. You just hear Ash in the background go. <sighs> just sigh. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> you fuckers! <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully, we do have the poetic edda, and it is actually a really interesting read because it, it starts off with the the story of creation of uh, the earth, like Midgar. And I promised myself I wouldn't talk too much about the mythology of Norse in this, because it could be a whole episode in of itself. But basically, the Earth is made of the flesh of a dead giant. That's Emir, right? Yeah. Okay. I played Thanks, God of War. God of War? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. But another cool thing about their culture that you don't really think about is, in, in, in terms of relativity, relativity with other cultures at the time, really big on hygiene. Oh. Yes, that is one thing that I know about the Vikings. They valued cleanliness more than, and that's why, like, farmers and stuff on, like, hated the Scandinavians, because they're better than they smell. Yeah, I actually have a little anecdote about that then, but the, so they were really concerned with their hair and would comb it every day, and they would bathe every, I think, Saturday. It's called self-care, sweaty. Look it up. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, combs have been found in... Rich and poor graves alike. Combs yeah. are extremely common. They, they, would, they would comb their hair every day. And they took cleanliness so seriously that if you got someone else dirty as an insult or, like, cut someone else's hair, like, if I came up to you and I threw dirt at you and I said, hey, fuck you, I could be exiled and ostracized. Get out wow. of here with your they dirty would, hands. Yeah, they'd, they'd, be like, they'd be like, you got me dirty, fuck you. I'm fully supportive of that because you know what I don't like is having people throw dirt at me. <laughs> yeah, I really dislike that. You know, uh, Justin, you know about the ear spoons? The ear spoons. Oh, to clean out their ears? Yeah, a very common thing, the Viking um, artifact that's found are ear spoons, which are personal yep. little metal things to clean out your ears. It is so cool. So I'm great. not going to lie. I have one of those. Like, I really want one. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. I clean my ears every day. Like, we're like. My doctor has told me, legitimately, you have the cleanest ears I've ever seen. Well, you would not be ostracized <laughs> from Viking society. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a very interesting compliment. Like, thank you. I do have I the know. cleanest I, ears. <laughs> I go to the doctor, like, they put that little ear thing, and, and the my doctor was like, dude, these are great. I am <laughs> obsessive. <laughs> I actually try. But they, uh, they also change their, their clothes pretty regularly, too. And one monk who saw it called it frivolous. <laughs> he was like that's dumb you don't need to do that all the time and they were like you stink <laughs> and um scandinavia in general ripe with with hot springs so they got yeah. they that added bonus too oh that's Ooh, so cool yes. nice i do have that in here somewhere yeah so they use streams in the summer and built uh, communal bathhouses uh, and saunas around hot springs in the winter to keep themselves clean. I know that they do that in Finland still. Yeah. There's like very rare do they have like showers mm-hmm. in their homes. They just have sauna. Again, and, but so me, me and Ash are, we're, we're finished by heritage or whatever. Um, your family, yes. whatever, I don't know what to call it. Uh, our, our, our family had a part in building a Finnish American Heritage Association here in the States. And they have saunas there because of that. Like people from Finland come over and they're like, where's my fucking sauna? They have them. Gotta have a sauna. That's it's awesome. really cool. 
I love to have sauna. And they'll go and they'll be like, do you want to have sauna? And I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I want to have yeah. sauna. <laughs> but uh, there are even some evidence of a little odd practices when it came to their um, taking care of like their personal self. They would groove their teeth horizontally. What? Yeah. Really? So like it, it's unclear exactly why or how, but some remains of Vikings have like three horizontal hash marks on their teeth all across huh. the, the top row. What if that's like <laughs> a weird tool use thing or status? Yeah, I mean, you know, some people theorize it could have been for intimidation. Some people thought, hey, maybe this is something they thought looked good. If you can have your <laughs> teeth grooved like, hey, <laughs> this guy's got it. The I English think are going to lose their minds. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till they see this. But they, they had um, razors and tweezers and, yep, the ear spoons. Because they, they really believe that trimmed facial hair and keeping it groomed and neat was an indicator, along with beard length, of mas- masculinity. Everyone needs a beard, sp- uh, an ear spoon, and everyone needs beard trimmers. That's the two, yep. two main to things be, in the world. To be a man, you gotta be clean. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta be yeah. clean, and you gotta have a beard. And you gotta be able to hear. Get that earwax. Sorry, out, Zach. No, yep. sorry. Can't grow. Remember, Ash well, said that she wanted would... someone with a beard. And Zach, come on. Yeah. Well, you'll yeah. love this, Zach. Hey, I've tried. <laughs> you'll I'll, you'll I'll love you, this. Like a really convincing wig beard. <laughs> just just glue <laughs> it on. Oh, and um, they also had. Uh, we found evidence of latrines. Oh. Basically, just troughs that were set in, you know off to the side to help carry your waste away, but. You know, I mean, they that sounds just, good to me. Yeah. They were just shitting yeah. in a, a pile. They, they sounds were better than dumping a chamber pot out of a window. Exactly. Or <laughs> throwing the shit at people. Yeah. But, uh, Zach, you'll like this then. So there's a story about a man named Nyal, who was a... He was, he, he was very wealthy, but he had... <laughs> he, he was reported to have no beard on his chin. And throughout the, the story, this is mentioned a lot. Like, they even call him uh, hairless constantly. <laughs> and because of this, his competence and manliness is called into question over oh. and over and over again. So much so to the point that his sons are called dung beardlings. Because oh. obviously <laughs> they got facial hair from wiping poop on their face rather than their dad who freaking did, who couldn't rude. grow a beard. Yep, they That's called so them dung, dung beardlings. <laughs> Your daddy can't grow a beard, so obviously you got it from shit. <laughs> wow. Zach, you'll like this. They would ridicule you if you yeah. lived that time. Yeah, Zach, you yeah. came from shit, apparently. <laughs> Jeez, I'm sorry. Like you call your dad after this, like, Dad, are, are you poop? Are you, are you poop? <laughs> are, are you poop? You, you can tell me. It's illegal for you to not you, tell you me. You legally have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on from that, so... Then my little my little bulk on hygiene. I ended up going really into the into the paint on the hygiene. Are you gonna? Um, do you have any plans to talk about hair color? No, actually, I don't. Do you have any? If you don't, fact if you don't mind, that? yeah, I have a fun fact about that. Um, most Vikings were blonde or redheads. There were some brunettes, but blonde was seen as like the the height of beauty, the pinnacle, and the standard. And so, what brown haired people they would do, do have more fun. <laughs> if they do have more fun, is they would use soap that has a lot of lye in it. And it, they would leave it on their hair for a long time and it would effectively bleach their hair to a lighter color. But also oh, inadvertently what it was doing would it is that it would help keep your scalp clear of like head lice or any like nits huh. or anything. So it was really inadvertently like helping with cleanliness while also reinforcing that blonde was the pinnacle of the beauty standard of the time. 
Dude, the only That's thing cool. I'm learning in this wow. podcast is that they have been stumbling to success this entire time. <laughs> They're like, I'll throw these bones in here. See if the, if the animals help us. Whoa, we made yep. something fucking dope. Let me throw the shit in my hair to try to look blonde. And I don't have lice anymore. That's fantastic. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> um, to, to jump ahead in time a little bit, though, with uh, the hygiene. So by the time that they were ingratiated in society over in Britain, they, they had become parts of, you know, like castle guards and aides to the kings and stuff like that. But eventually, uh, King Athelred, I think Athelred III, one of them, enacted uh the calling of the danes and wanted to kill all of them he didn't like them you know the, the these these people are still other and one interesting report that i read is a consideration for this was because people like saxons were getting upset that their women were more attracted to vikings because they cleaned themselves <laughs> they're not don't gross. The they don't smell yeah <laughs> hate the game. we need to we need to kill all of them because they keep cleaning themselves and they're outdoing us and that's not allowed <laughs> and my wife thinks that they're bad. hot <laughs> <laughs> i mean if, okay they're bathing a gross weekly. farmer Ugh. yeah <laughs> like a, a gross farmer who has, hasn't bathed in seven months or a giant very clean bleach blonde flowing hair super clean viking guy it's bearded it's man it's literally that meme you know like the dude's crying on one side and he's like no you can't clean yourself and he's like my hair smells great <laughs> <laughs> i don't have lice <laughs> fuck you yeah that's the thing that gets me about you know the past like 10 or 15 years has been like i feel like there's been this push in viking media towards having them like wearing dreadlocks and stuff like that and that just is like well first of all white guys shouldn't have dreadlocks but second of all they're combing their hair all the time. Why would they have dreadlocks? Yeah, they're combing their hair all the time. They braided their hair and were washing it enough to where it didn't turn into dreadlocks. Like that's some some people, you know, maybe who got ostracized in their culture for throwing dirt on other people might have lost a bit of their uh, cleanliness and got 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 some dreads. But no, you can put me under the camp of thinking that white people with dreadlocks should be ostracized. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm also a little, like I'm fine with that. Yeah. You just alienated someone listening to this podcast. Personally victimized. Uh, someone in Venice Beach right now is very obsessed. <laughs> Call me your I'm hair. Sorry. And have then talk fun, to me. Have fun, uh, have fun being in your sublime cover band. Sick <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God. laughs> burn, bro. That was great. That's like half of Southern California. Like, that's just half of it. Every bar I went to back home. Oh my God! The cover band and everyone. What do you want to hear? Like sublime. Like I'd rather die. I don't practice Santeria. Oh, yeah, play Santeria. Like I'm gonna no go place myself under a bus. <laughs> <laughs> or a Viking longship. Hit us, Justin. Yeah, yeah. Get back on track. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll actually have a um, jump or jump for you guys. Oh, look at this. Came prepared. Look at that. Yep. So, of course, we can't talk about Viking culture without talking about mead. Oh, yeah. Let's talk you guys, about mead. But before I ask, does anyone know what mead is? Honey oh, yeah. I've had, yeah, I love mead. Yeah. I okay. don't well, like mead, but I've had it. Renders, renders my dumper chump a little, uh, little moot then, but yeah, it was oh. water, honey, and yeast. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> it's it, it, rum, water, and lemons. No. Um, <laughs> grog. And typically they would throw, like, spices and fruit and stuff in there and i thoroughly enjoy it had i not drank to excess last night i would be having some right now <laughs> in the spirit of this podcast but the uh 
Mead was so important with culture that in their mythology, there was a goat named Hedron who produced mead instead of milk. Oh. Like they he was awesome. wasted. Good goat. Loved. Wasted. Yeah, just utter, utters full of mead. Uh-huh. <laughs> Utterly mead. F- that's right. Keep going. <laughs> straight I, mead, from so the like, I, I don't really drink ever. And the only one that I have enjoyed when like people are like, oh, well, try this alcohol. Maybe you like it. Maybe you should try this one. Mead's the only one where I'm like, holy fuck. Like, I can get into this. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you tried it when we went to yeah. the place. That we, me, Justin and I were at a, a German restaurant and he, I the you and, and I think one of our friends, Matt got one. And I was like, I remember mead being good. And Matt's like, try this. And I took a sip and I was like, oh yeah. And I actually ordered one. So one of the wow. rare times that I drank was with Justin recently. When I was, uh, when I went to Australia, when I was in college, um, we were in an area that was known for being a bit of a wine country and also a honey country. And so naturally there was a, pretty decent amount of mead and that was the first time they had mead was when we were going on some of these wine tours they had like mead tastings as well and i bought like four or five bottles of mead to bring home with me the meadery and meadery and oh, yeah. um we had this like, like warm there spiced meat there. mead it <laughs> was so good but then when i was on my way home my bag was too big my bag was like my bag was overweighted to the point where they're like you can't even pay like the the heavy bag fee for this you can't you, you gotta get it down to the point where you can pay the heavy bag fee and i was like oh shit okay like, i'll drink all this right now buddy. <laughs> and so I, one of the things that i did was like one of my bottles of mead i was like this is the one that i'm least excited to drink i just gave it to a random person walking by in the air oh that's awesome <laughs> but they couldn't take it through tsa so they had to drink it Right in front of you. <laughs> yeah, though, you can put in, it was before the checking baggage spoon, so they could just put oh, it okay. in the check baggage. Mm. So, there you go. I don't know if it's the, the sugar, like, or the, the sweetness, but meat always gives me a tummy ache. Hurts my tum. Hmm. Hmm. Crap, we're, we're related. I might get that then. <laughs> any Anytime that uh, my wife and I go to a Ren Fair, we always go to the mead tasting booth first, buy a bottle, and then continue drinking through the rest of the day you start yeah, on, really you start on mead you sip you sip your way through their entire stock and you buy a bottle so you don't feel bad for just drinking a bunch of mead and walking away without paying for anything I like it. and then you have a good time i love it but moving uh forward the uh, viking culture had a thing that that's actually still in iceland today called the all thing and it's the, the all the, thing all thing yep okay A-L about that thing. from where in time is carmen san diego on windows 95 that's awesome. I what, a what, a, what, a, what a source to learn from. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was... What, what so, is it? Yeah, I, I don't know what this is. So Yeah, so it was a... At the Viking time, it was like a coalition of everyone would come together. It was a chance to bring in settlements. So you, you live in a village and you have a Jarl. That's like the chief of the area. And then there is a king above you somewhere. He's probably very far away. So king, king of just like everyone, right? Yeah. Yeah. And every now and then they would call an all thing if they needed to, you know, discuss something on a governing body sense or, you know, oh, the legislature. And then, yeah. But it was also a chance to kind of reinvigorate social standings. Oh, you know, okay. if you, if you, Yes, there was definitely plenty of mead and it was a it was time a mead to swap stories. Yep, a mead and greed. <laughs> Time to swap stories, time to meet people, and time to remember, hey, there's someone important, and I totally forgot who they were because I've been living on my farm for the last 10 years, you know? <laughs> okay. Make sure, like, it, people are still alive. Like, this year all died from right, something. Yeah. Like, oh, that guy's now running son. the show. 
Yeah, his so. son Sleepy Snorri died. Uh huh. And they would they would also do some sacrifices there too, you know, in spirit ah. of things. It was you said it was like a collection of nation states, though, right? Like a bunch of local populations that didn't have like a unified kingdom. There, there were a unified kingdom technically. So, like, there's the king, there's the jarl, there's their township, and then you're the farmer and Viking. And then we'd call them all together and be like, "Hey, remember me? I'm important." Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Iceland's uh, political structure to this day is still called the Althing. Really, I love that. Yeah, that's great. That's cool. I really like that. I thought I thought it was kind of. I, I didn't know that until I was looking up uh, stuff for that. But now it is important to talk about women in uh, Viking culture, which was pretty not not a bad time. Like you know, if if you were to travel back in history and be a woman sometime, you could do a lot worse than Viking culture. Yeah, women could be warriors in the form of shield maidens. They could become jarls. And, you know, like, lead people and have political sway. They could divorce their husbands. And basically, the way that that worked is a woman would be like, I'm going to divorce this guy. He's being a dick. I need you, you, and you to also say that we're divorced. And that counts. Really? <laughs> it was basically, yeah, it was basically, like, majority opinions of, yeah, she left him. And that's legal. Does it have to be, like, a person in, like, a certain, like point in the cultural hierarchy or can it nope. just be like their neighbors it's, like, it's yeah, Dave. just yeah it was just like a bunch of people if a bunch of people say it enough then it's obviously true so that's Damn. legal <laughs> could could you could you prank someone into divorce probably if you're like you get 10 people <laughs> remember like hey, let's go say that timmy's divorced and then like, everyone says it. They're like oh i'm divorced damn it no, fuck <laughs> and then you rig Third up time an this earthquake week. machine in there in <laughs> i think that like Call if back. you were you, I think, like, isn't it true that, like, if you're a thrall, like, if you're a thrall, you're not getting these, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Perks. Like, you don't get to do the married, you're not, like, running the farm, but, like, the upper echelon people, women, at least. Yes. Is a thrall, what's a thrall again? Is that one of the the former former slaves, or is that a slave? No, the thrall is a slave. Oh, that sucks. And they were usually the ones who would do all the, like, work. Yeah. Hey, go shovel shit. Don't get rights. Okay. And you don't get rights because you're a a slave, and I stole you from somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah, you're a a thousand miles from home, and you get to feed the cows. Yep. Have fun. Wow. And I'm gonna make fun of you while you do it. (laughs) And you can't get divorced. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) But next, I want to talk about a little bit with the the funerals. So everyone knows the like. Uh, Viking funeral pyre, you know, put them out on the boat and set it on fire with an arrow. That was a thing. They would usually lay the boats with, you know, if like you're a rich person, they would lay the boats with like swords, uh, sometimes animals. It was very similar to the practice of like Egyptian culture of you take these things with you to the next life. Even so far as to some of those Viking boats having um, people on them. Oh, what? You know, like, these are my favorite slaves, and they're coming with me to the afterlife. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, oh. were they allowed to jump out of the goddamn boat? No, and Probably they're not. usually no. alive. Wow. Yep. What the fuck? Uh-huh. They would also not light the boats on fire, too. There's just, like, boat burials. Yeah, they would just push them out because the... They would just Boromir them. Yeah, just, just let them go. Just because the you're, boat you're f- will help them get to the afterlife. You're, you're I think I saw now. one in a book once where they just buried the boat. Yeah, I've seen that too. There's yep. um when we talked about the pets episode, the the dog that they found was in a buried boat. Yep, they would, in they would also bury boats. Huh. Um 
So a woman okay, and a question. dog, I think. What happens if they missed? They got the flaming arrow, and they're like, all right, Pew. ah, shit. Oh, shit. Shoot again. Oh, fuck, it's getting, it's getting they, farther. Oh, God. Would, oh, God. It's that scene in Game of Thrones where yeah. the Tully dies. They would, they would also sometimes just light the boat on fire before pushing it out in the water. That's the easiest Seems easier. Route. I would yeah. do that. So, you know, then you don't but have like, the pressure. If, what if they miss? Like, did that person not go to the afterlife? No, no he well. Just, he's, he's just going to keep going. He's just vibing. Make it there. It'll, be, it'll be fun. <laughs> he's straight vibing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the but slaves on the boat are like, uh, once it turns around the bend, we could probably just <laughs> we can bail. Leave. And if you were a rich person, you know, having one of these funerals, a third of your wealth would go to your family. One third would pay for the funerary services, your clothes, the stuff that goes on the boat, the boat itself. And one third of your wealth would then be used to buy food and drinks for the after funeral party. Damn, that's a party. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if a rich person dies, everyone's like, yeah. Everyone's <laughs> so like, oh, this party's going to be lit because of the pyre. Let's go. Let's go. But, you know, they would also um, do burials, and that's how we found a lot of neat things. Like, one um, grave had evidence of sleighs being made out of, uh, like, uh, a wooden sleigh, and then ice skates being made out of bones of moose. That's awesome. Rad. That's fucking dope as shit. They had skis yeah. too. Yep. Yep. They make a as, lot of as someone who plays ice hockey all the time, I want those skates now. <laughs> well, I imagine they don't have very good longevity. You know like, what? I'm cool with it. <laughs> going if, moosing. if you step wrong, if you step going wrong, moosing. it might break. <laughs> going moose. <laughs> Putting on my moose skates. <laughs> We can find such cool stuff. Like so many really important discoveries have come out of burials. Like people put good shit in the ground. Yeah. You were talking about the, the, the ice maiden in the tattoos episode. Yeah. Yep. Her burial was fucking cool as shit. And she was covered in tattoos of like cannabis and like cool shit. No, no. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. No, it was the, no, it was the Griffin head. Cannabis is one of the wrong answers. Stag- <laughs> oh, no. Now our practice of doing the Dumper Chubbs is backfiring. Oh, God, I'm starting to be dumb again. Oh, no. <laughs> Retaining the wrong things because I think they not funny. here, and somehow it's taken away my smart. <laughs> well, I do now have a dumper chump for you. Ooh, good segue. Yeah. Uh-huh. So when the Vikings first raided England, what was the primary target? Was it coastal settlements, monasteries, or cities and castles? Okay. If Assassin's Creed Valhalla is... At any way actually accurate, I might know this answer. But first I'll ask Zach and Ash. This is one of those things that I feel like I have a vague understanding of it. Like barely, I think it's monasteries because that's where all the good loot was, right? Yep. I think that is absolutely correct. That was my answer too. Okay, because in the game, when you get to England, the first thing they do is tell you to start looting monasteries. Mm. Yep. (laughs) I think it also like was coastal sediments like in general, just because they're easy to like get in and get out. But those loot caches, you know? Yeah. Yeah. monasteries were not very heavily protected it was just a bunch of monks and they had shitloads of gold iconography for worshiping uh christianity and as they were plundering the monastery the monk was like you change your clothes every day Ugh, that's frivolous, frivolous. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile i've got this golden crucifix and this like this, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. This Bible that I spend every single day of my life painting little pictures into the margins of and <laughs> you changing your clothes is frivolous. 
Why does the church hate everything? Because they've been wearing the same burlap sack for the past 12 years without changing <laughs> They're it. They're like, oh, you, rock music is the devil. Cheap. Changing your clothes is the devil. Like, fuck D&D off, dude. is the devil. <laughs> but yeah, this happened in uh, 791. Vikings started hitting Christian monasteries on the British Isles, uh, most notably the monastery of Lindisfarne. And then, That's the one I was thinking of. I couldn't think of the name. Yep. And then by 866, they had established a kingdom in York, which is in northern England. So this is just a little... Little, little tracking of expansion of uh, history for the Vikings as they, they made their way out from Scandinavia. And by 911, Chief Rollo was given land by the Franks and established Normandy. And Norman was the name that the Franks gave to the Vikings there because they came from the north. They were the North Men, hence Norman. Oh, oh crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you, you think of that as such like a, like a mm, Norman, you know? But no, it was North, the, the North. North yeah, it was the North men because they came from the North and actually did, a, did okay in France. But then um, come 981, Eric the Red was expelled from Norway and Iceland and then found Greenland. This guy, he, nobody, nobody really liked him. Um, he established you know, land over in Greenland. What did he do Probably, to get exiled? Um, I think, uh, I meant to look that up. I think he like murdered people. Oh. And with a title like The Red. I assumed it's because he had red hair, but probably, very wrong. yeah. But he was the uh, father of a little known guy called Leif Erikson. Happy, Happy Leif Erikson Day! Day. Hey, Dinga Dinga Durgan. Yeah. Um, Leif Erikson, as we all know, is the guy who actually found uh, the North American coast long before that douchebag Columbus. Yeah, and, fuck you, Columbus. Um, Fuck you, up, uh, Columbus. And, and very um, uh, original named place, uh, Newfoundland, up in Canada. <laughs> I just found this land. It, it is, is new. Found for me. It is Newfoundland. <laughs> is that why Newf- Newfoundlanders talk like that? Probably. They, they, they have a different Maybe. accent than the rest yeah. of Canada. Well, we studied the Viking settlements in North America a bit during my archaeology classes in undergrad. And they didn't, they, like, they were established, but they did they didn't last they didn't really stay there they they had their jollies and they left they were like this place is neat i'm leaving but vikings even spread so far as to make their way into byzantium culture and were hired by like the leader of constantinople where and became city security they were known as the varangians and they were Mm -hmm. paid mostly in wine and women and they loved their job <laughs> These guys, they, oh, yes, they the left. Byzantine Empire. I mean, yep, they were going to spend they all left. their money on wine and women anyway. So exactly, <laughs> this yes, just cuts out the middleman. They, they, they just skipped the middleman. They came from the the cold north all the way down into the sunny desert area of Turkey and was like, "Hey, I can make money being good at fighting, or I can be paid in wine and women by being good at fighting, and at least I can do something good with it too." Yeah. and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of evidence of like trade and population mixing like all yeah all over that area right they they were actually really good when it came to trading um they would uh i even read a report that they even had trade um so far as out to china wow i think that they had silk no you know they might have is this this is is this the, the part that the uh the 13th warrior is about i don't know i've never seen that Oh, that wasn't, wait, no, that wasn't China. It was, uh, 
Antonio Banderas was playing like an Arabian guy who was uh, meeting all of these Vikings. He was like hanging out with Vikings and writing about them. And he was playing like a guy who was like real. And he like his writings are what we know a lot about Vikings from. But then there's also a bunch of fantasy shit. And there's like Neanderthals in it, like a dragon or something. I don't remember. Well, that is cool. And I need to watch this movie now. (laughs) Just doing a quick look up of it. Mostly uh, clothes with wool and linen. Uh, though there is evidence of Viking silk, uh, presuming that they had trade with Asia, mostly Byzantine or Persian Empire in origin. Huh. Neat. Cool. That's awesome. But here's the sad. What ultimately oh, no. did the Vikings in, like most awesome in different cultures, was Christianity. Of course. Yeah. Uh, Why began, do they hate everything? <laughs> it began slowly with baptisms and assimilating cultures like, oh, hey, we're going to take in this practice that you do called Yule. It's Christmas. Mm. <laughs> it's Chrism. And slowly they just kind of assimilated the culture, brought them in, killed off the ones that were dissenting. And Christianity loves to go like, oh, you're pagan. That's that's the devil. That's bad. You shouldn't do that. But also we're going to take all of the good stuff that we like and just that's ours now. What you right, do yeah. when you do it, it's the devil. When we do it, well, it's totally fine. They, they had even invented the word pagan for vikings like for for a viking it's not like oh i'm i'm a pagan yeah, it was, yeah. i'm norse this yeah. is like, just like there was we no, are no yeah, you're a no pagan distinction. and godless yeah there, was, yeah there was no distinction between like i believe in norse gods and i'm a viking or i don't believe it i'm a viking it was just no i'm, I'm norse this is the way things are like hmm. we all live yeah. on on the on the dead giant yes Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And then someone stole my sweet roll. <laughs> Sick, bro. But yeah, like thank you for uh, thank you, thank you for joining me on this little journey through Viking Dude. culture. I hope it was. Uh, I love this. I hope it was informative as well as entertaining. Uh, Andrew, a trip through you, history on you, the longboat. What did What did you learn? I like how they stumbled into success a lot. I think that was really cool. That's like that guy named Snorri. Snorri. And I'm glad that I think the Snorri thing is really cool because like without Snorri, we wouldn't know most about this stuff. So I really like that. But I also like the whole they they just were hoping for something and it just worked out way better than they thought it would. (laughs) Ash, what did you learn? I really liked that Snorri wrote down all those those myths. Thank you. Thank you so much, Snorri. That is fantastic. Yeah. Snaps in the chat for Snorri. I I always (laughs) like listening and learning about (laughs) Vikings. They're so interesting of a people, and um, we have Viking DNA. Technically, our our great our paternal grandfather had his DNA tested, and um, from National Geographic, and they showed the like estimated map, and it was from a Viking group that originated all the way back in what is now Russia, and then migrated over to Finland, and then they kind of hung out in Finland. Um, but so yeah, I like I liked everything. Pretty great, Zach. What did you learn? I. Liked the swords, the sleep of the, what was it? The sleep of the yeah. sword? Sleep of the swords, the Kennings. I like that. Yeah. The sleep sleep of really the cholesterol. I, I really like the, the, <laughs> the gentler side of the Vikings, of the, the rhyming and the combing. I think that the, that's, that's And the clean too. ears. And yeah. the clean ears. Yeah. I, I want to talk more about like that side of things because everyone always talks about the, oh, you know, they used axes and killed people and did all of this stuff. Like, yeah, cool. But there were also people. Mm-hmm. And they didn't wear horned helmets 
and they didn't, and they didn't drink out of people's wear skulls worn helmets. and they didn't have dreadlocks and they didn't have dreadlocks. <laughs> so I saw so I read something lies. once that said that um viking vikinger the the actual like people who would be doing the viking um yep. would have like reverse mullets and I don't remember the context Zach we talked about this briefly but like it was yeah. like short all the way on the back and like longer on the front yep that was like a viking hairstyle a viking hairstyle a viking mm -hmm. yep weird yeah that's awesome also when it. you're picturing a uh, viking society they considered uh people between the ages of 12 and 15 to be adults like you were fully expected to be able to run a farm by yourself by the age of 15 at least that's wow i can barely imagine running my life one at, at 15 28 yeah. <laughs> yeah no thank you Think about yourself when you were 13. Like, what, what did you accomplish at that point? And what could you have mentally accomplished if you were given the opportunity to? Yeah, especially because sadness. they would, like, sometimes girls would be married off at, like, 12, 13, 14. Ah, weird. Mm. Different times, I get it. But, but I guess but at least they could get weird. divorced later. They, they could. could indeed get divorced. That's great. And they were all very gossipy bitches about it, which I also love. <laughs> <laughs> Spill the tea. Spill the Viking mead tea. Also, Spill uh, the Viking mead tea. Was so interesting that like throwing dirt on someone is the ultimate insult. That's so funny. Exile worthy. Make, yeah, making making yeah. someone oh, dirty, yeah. you can be exiled from society for like <laughs> that's the great. most dangerous weapon in a, the most dangerous weapon in the Viking arsenal. Pocket sand. Pocket sand. Pocket Pocket sand. sand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, end Fantastic. of the joke. Zach, take us out. Uh, hey, thanks for listening to us. This was uh, Get Dumped On, Info Dump Podcast. If you like this episode, please send us an email. Let us know. Our email address is getdumpedonpodcast at gmail.com. Still waiting for any emails from fans, uh, any listener feedback. Uh, please do that. I'm not desperate. You're desperate. Shut up. Both uh, desperate. Follow us. <laughs> Both desperate. Yeah. Follow oh, us on I Instagram and at get dumped on. <laughs> no. And, um,. Join us every Wednesday for Hump Day Dump Day. Justin, uh, thank you so been... much for hosting. I'm sorry, Zach, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just want to I say thank you to Justin. About to say, I was just about to say that. I was just... I'm so sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Thank you, for, to thank you to Justin, friend of the pod, for hosting another maritime-themed episode. Or We'll, we'll see you in 10 more episodes. Yeah, we'll see you again in 10 more episodes. For whatever. <laughs> Do you have any idea what you're going to be doing for episode 30? <laughs> Um, uh, excellent question. Next slide, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then they never saw Justin again. Oh, good night. Good night, sweet <laughs> Have a fine, uh, have a good night or a good morning or a good day, whatever time of day you're listening to this. I don't know. Um, we're recording it at night. Did you just you Truman show that? At night. I don't know. It's been a while. Good since afternoon, good evening show. and good night. All right. See you later. <laughs> All right, see you later. Bye. Bye. Ash and Zach are super smart. They went to college and learned a bunch of stuff. And Bo and Andrew didn't go to college because that's the way life goes sometimes. What happens when you put them together and you try to make them learn? Grab your friends. Let's listen together on Get Dumped on an Info Dump Podcast. Okay, bye. Is Leif Erikson Day? Hinga dinga derg. All right, I'm here. Let's do this. Guys? Guys? Guys?